Welcome to this week's episode of the Nation Podcast, powered by Athlete Nation. I'm your host, Colton Stone. Joining me today is six foot seven senior offensive tackle out of Leesville, Louisiana, Matthew Anderson. He's a commit to the University of Nebraska for the class of 2019. Matthew, how's the summer been? How's the off season? And have you been pretty involved in football? Or are you taking some time to relax? Well, I was. Um, I've been really trying to bulk up, get bigger, because I mean, I, I did play at a lighter weight, um, of course. I've been working out a lot. I'm um, currently about 252, 253. Um, getting bigger and everything um my dad and me um installed a, a weight set in my um in my garage so i've been hitting that about twice a day at least you know what i mean whenever i don't have anything to do kind of mm-hmm. as a when boredom strikes start lifting that's kind of my thing um uh just kind of trying to stay active getting ready for football season i mean um i really i'm really honored to be a commit to nebraska so i want this season to really represent what i can do for nebraska so the more dominant i can be on this season i think is going to be um kind of a a reassurance kind of thing for me at least do you have kind of a goal weight or did you know have any of the coaches talk to you as far as nebraska or or in in high school do you have a goal that you kind of want to get to or is it just is it is it a process just to see where you get um well i mean it's i'd say mostly the process i um none of the coaches i mean i want to be at 265 my coaches kind of agreed to that but nebraska i mean i think they kind of see what i can they saw what I could do at 219, so, I mean, I think they kind of – they understand that, like, no matter what weight I get to, Nebraska's going to get me right when it comes to size, weight, and strength kind of thing. So, um, I don't necessarily think my weight's a big problem or issue, but my personal goal is 265. Cool. Well, Matthew, kind of explain – I know everyone's kind of a little different, and it depends on – you know, a lot of guys get a lot of attention, not a lot of attention, just kind of depends. But what was the recruiting process for you? Was it a, a tough process? Was it pretty easy? Um, was there a lot of communication with coaches? Just uh, what, what was that like? Well, I mean, um, it took off fast for me. I made my highlight tape myself. I started my own Twitter page. Um, I kind of did everything myself a little bit. Other than people telling me, like, you need to make a Twitter, you know what I mean? But I did everything myself. I um, made a Twitter, highlight tape, put it out there, and I started getting looks like crazy. At first it was UL and then those schools, and also I, get, I started getting followed by, like, A&M, UT, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. I mean, some of those schools never reached out and contacted me, but a few of them wanted me to come to their camp. LSU came by my school, gave me a business card. It was really fast for me. I didn't really understand it at first because, I mean, I was very new to the whole recruitment scene. Um, but it took off very fast for me. It wasn't necessarily hard. Like, it wasn't necessarily a scary thing of me thinking I might not go to play college. It was, the scary thing was, like, I, I hope I make the right choice. So that's why when, as soon as I saw Nebraska and I met all the coaches and I really saw the culture, I, I felt like I needed to – jump on the opportunity because I knew that that was the right choice. Uh, you were a silent commit back in June. You ended up fully committing uh, to, to the University of Nebraska in June. Um, was was there a reason you were keeping it, uh, it silent or a verbal commit, or what was the, the, the push to, to make it a full commitment? I kept it silent for a while. It was a week where we had a different college come by my school every, every day that week to look at me, mm-hmm. and we were having a lot of coaches come by, and I just assumed that there would be so many colleges coming if I stopped if I announced my commitment, they'd kind of slow down. You know what I mean? And I want all my friends to have a chance to play at the next level because there's amazing talent down here. Um, and I just love my friends. So um, whenever I realized um, kind of that these coaches are going to call me before they visit the school and I'm going to have to tell them that I'm kind of committed. Um, and then that's kind of, you know what I mean? So I, I kind of realized that the colleges that are going to come are going to come either way. And then um, it was my birthday. 
the surrealness of, um, as you know, my mom, she kind of, she passed away February 11th of this year. And um, not having her for my birthday was very, um, was probably one of the hardest things I've been through, um, just because of how, how there my mom was in my life. She was, um, like, man, when I tell you, she went to every single thing. She went to the mom and me for Cub Scouts. She went to everything, and um, even when she was sick. So uh, not having my mom there for my birthday was a very, a very, very low point for me. But um, I knew if I posted my commitment to Husker family, that Husker fan base, um, they really do kind of lift your spirits up. And uh, I owe them I owe them the world, so I'm going to try to give them a, a pretty darn good season uh, once I get up there and I start getting to play. So. Matthew, can you take me back to February? What what was that like? And you know, I like you said, it's kind of that surrealness. Just what what was that moment like, and how did you deal with it? Well, I, I mean, the day the day it happened, I kind of, um, I I personally I was it was really hard for me to see my mom like that so I'd find myself on the computer doing this or kind of distracting myself, um, but that night I just I felt something like I felt like because my mom already the cancer already reached um, pretty much all of her body mm-hmm. um, so she wasn't very responsive um, or anything uh, but I did I did know I needed to be with my mom so I um, I kind of got my siblings around and we all kind of gathered around her. Um, and we were there when she, um, when she passed and, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, it's, uh, I handled it probably, um, not the best. I, I didn't really talk that much. I kind of fell off for a little bit. Um, I remember that first, um, the first day back to school workouts for football, um, being around my friends and, uh, working out, it was definitely a, a huge outlet when I lift weights, it's like a, it's like a healthy way of kind of taking away that, that pain. Um, that's there. I mean, my mom, uh, I mean, as you know, I mean, as probably every son knows, I mean, their mom's usually the, one of the most important people in their life. And I mean, for me, I'm, I've, I've been my mom's biggest fan for as long as I remember. Um, uh, I've always just kind of all family events. I'm the one that's sitting next to my mom. I was in every picture. I'm next to my mom almost, um, after games, the first person I'd go to is my mom. Um, I kind of run past all the cheerleaders, the band, like all my friends. I go straight to my mom. Um, and she just made every one of my games. So, I mean, um, it was definitely very, um, it was like a twilight. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that, um, here I am without my mom, the person that I, I, I saw as my biggest hero, the strongest person. I, um, there's a, there's a book from my kindergarten time and you had to draw a picture and write a story. And um, it was like, what do you want to be when you get older and why? And I said I wanted to be a rock star so I could buy my mom a mansion because I, I was always, I was always so, I was always so motivated to make my mom um, proud of me and happy. So, I mean, um, it does really suck that I can't, I can't, I didn't really, I know I made her proud, but, like, that was because I was her son. I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset that I couldn't have gotten all these accolades or, all this kind of stuff while she was still with me. But, I mean, she is still with me. And I really can feel her um, almost all the time. I mean, she's always with me. So, I mean, um, it's just that mother and son bonding that, like, I've always had with my mom. I mean, I don't think anybody can replace that. Um, I don't know. I mean, at least she's not suffering. That's what I tell myself. Um, it just, it's a, it's a it's a lot of emotion there. So, I mean, um, to say I play the game with emotion is kind of an understatement. I kind of... 
I always feel bad for the defensive players in front of me because no matter no matter what they say, and especially if they say something about like a yo mama joke, I I I can I can get pretty nasty on the field. And I mean, um, I don't know. I, yeah. So you said you use. Um lifting weights as, as an outlet and I, I think that's something I do personally I think that's something a, a lot of either current or former athletes do you, you know do you do you use the game of football as your outlet of not only anger but kind of just you know you build up an emotion which it's not a bad thing to build up emotions before you get on the field that's 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 who we are as humans but throughout the season is is that what it was for you that, that unleashing some anger or aggression on the field oh yes sir for sure I remember um I started the season and my mom was really happy with me and then we got the news that she had six months to a year. Um, she ended up making it about three months or two months. I can't really remember specifically, but um, I got that news during football season. Um, and I think you can kind of see where my highlights take off in certain areas. Cause those are the days that like I kind of, or like that week I was told something that I didn't want to hear bad news. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm very goofy. I joke about almost everything. Um, People kind of consider me like a jokester, you know what I mean? People don't really, they, they take me seriously. But, I mean, on the football field, the way I flip that switch is it's unreal. My friends get mad at me because uh, they're like, it's so unfair. Cause you're like joking on the sidelines. But as soon as I get on that field and I put my hand in that dirt, it's like the level of just surrealness. And, like, I can't explain what football does for me. I mean, it's is an outlet for me to hit somebody as hard as I can um, to protect somebody behind me. And I think that's why offensive line speaks to me so much is because I, um, as much as I always tried to protect my mom, I couldn't really protect her from, um, from the disease. And I, I can't really blame myself for that because I'm not a doctor or any of that kind of stuff. But, I mean, um, to not be able to save my mom or anything like that, it's, it's a very, it's a very, like, crabby feeling. Um so, I mean, it's kind of weird, but sometimes I kind of envision that, like, my mom's, like, not the quarterback a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I don't know. I would never want anybody um, to go through with what I had to go through to see my mom in this part that I saw my mom in. I mean, she um, she was a fighter, though. Uh, that's what she taught me um, over everything. She taught me not to give up. She worked. She worked and worked and worked for me. She's made so many sacrifices. Um, I can't tell you how many times I'd go up to Houston with her. Um to, um, for treatments, and I'd just like, I'd be amazed like how many needles would have to go into her, and she would just like, she'd handle it like a trooper. My mom did not like needles, but she never kind of, she never let on to it. Um, I don't know. I just, I, don't know, I just can't wait to make her even more proud of me. I, um, as the youngest in my family, um, it's definitely kind of a weird feeling because I didn't get as much time as everybody else did with her. Um, so there is that part of kind of, you know what I mean? Like that feeling of like, wow, if I had that much time, I would have done this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have to remember that my mom loved, loved me so much and she loved all everybody in my family. And I mean, you couldn't find somebody that doesn't have anything nice to say about my mom. Cause she was always there for people. She, um, there'd be guys without cars. Like there was this guy, I think he was, uh, um, I don't know if they prefer short people, little people. He's a little person and he was walking and he never had a car, didn't know how to drive. Um, he, he, he wore like gothic clothing and my mom would pick him up like all, anytime she saw him walking on the road she'd pick him up and give him a ride to his work or wherever he needed to go um, and that's just a small a small story of what she did she um, she was a volunteer um, Girl Scout leader um, for my sisters my sisters got their gold award 
my dad was the um, the scout master. I got my um, Eagle Scout. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know what else. Like, I don't know what else I can't say. I mean, I just want to keep going. She's uh, um, she's the biggest reason of what I do. What I do. Um, and it, it's such a it's such a strange feeling to know that my um, you know what I mean. Like I. My mom was the type of mom she'd walk into my room asking how school was going, and like even if I didn't want to tell her, I was telling her how school went. Um, I don't know. I've always been a huge mama's boy, and I always will be. I remember kids used to say that to me, kind of as a as a diss, and I never saw it as a diss because I mean, my mom was will always be one of my bestest friends um, and my my biggest fan. I mean, um, I don't know. She used to always say that I'd be in the NFL one day. It was never a question. You know what I mean? Like whenever I started playing football again, she'd say, um, she'd say, "So you're gonna be playing for the Vikings, right?" You know what I mean? So I mean, um, I don't know. I was just I was blessed with a with an amazing mom, and I mean, she was taken way too soon. Um, but the the circumstances surrounding that, I think, I think it was her time. I mean, I don't think it was her time, but I mean. If I would have had to see my mom go through that much pain much longer, I don't know what I would have done. So. Do you think it's brought together um, your dad and your siblings? And I, I'm sure it wasn't an immediate thing. I'm sure, like you said, you didn't talk a lot, and it, there was probably that you know you were together, but the silence um, type of a deal. But at this point, do you guys you know get together and maybe reminisce stories, or or, or I don't want to say you know go back through and, and live days over again. But is it a thing that you all bond over now? Oh, yes, sir. I mean, um, me and my sister Kelsey have definitely gotten a lot closer. Um, whenever she's crying or whenever I'm crying, whenever we miss mom, we'll call each other and talk about it. Um, one time we were, I was, we were doing like big man drills. Um, and I remember my sister was calling me. I don't know how I had my phone on me. It was like a very, like, I don't know, it was like a, once in a lifetime thing. I normally don't have my phone when we're outside. But I, I saw it was my sister, so I had to answer it. And she was bawling. So I kind of walked away, um, started talking to her for a little bit, talked her through everything. And she does the same for me. I mean, um, all of us definitely have gotten a lot closer. Um, my sister Taylor and Jordan, um, they're, they're much older than me, but like they still, if they hear me crying, they'll come in and kind of like give me a big hug and like talk to me about it. Um, and me and my dad, I mean, of course he's my dad too. He's a big, he's a big macho man and everything. Um, but he's like one of the sweetest guys I think I could ever have in, in the best role model. I mean, um, the way my dad took care of my mom, um, even with my dad's injuries from, um, the military, um, my dad really shows me like how to be a servant leader and how to work hard for what you want. Um, I've never w- gone unwanting just because of my dad's hard work and my mom's hard work and i um every trip me and my dad go on is a is amazing i mean um i see my dad's face whenever i committed to nebraska and see my dad's face whenever i get followed by like some big time colleges and stuff like that i mean it's it's the best feeling that football's given me an opportunity to make my parents proud and my family proud um everybody in my family were definitely a lot tighter um just because i mean after something like this happens, it's kind of hard not to kind of cherish time with family. Because, um, I mean, family is one of the most precious things in the world. Um, and I kind of learned that a lot earlier than I think most people will learn it. Um, but I definitely I definitely um, cherish all the memories I have with my mom. So. Matthew, can you walk me through the expectations of the senior season at uh, Leesville? 
and maybe what some of your personal goals are? Well, my um, my expectations for the season um, are nothing less than um, excellent on the offensive line part. I can't really control too much of the skill players or the defensive line. I can try to make them better through reps, but I mean, my offensive line, um, their offensive line, our offensive line, um, I just want us working as a unit, um, completely connected. I mean, we, we're good friends, all of the offensive linemen, because um, we've already been playing a season before, and we've grown up together, so so we definitely have that bond. Um, my personal goal is I want to be um, all the I got this year. Um, of course, I know it's not about that, but it is kind of one of those things that I want just to kind of um, as, as reassurance kind of thing, you know what I mean, um, to know that my hard work was seen. I, I, I was Last year I got honorable mention All-State, so this year I'm kind of hoping to get first-team All-State. Um, uh, I think I can get that done with, uh, with the potency of talent we have on our offensive line. We have uh, Monte Lynch, Brett Pope, Peyton Lips, Caleb Westfall. I mean, those are some pretty big, strong guys. And, I mean, um, it's an honor for me just to, to work beside them. It's going to be really weird um, playing football in Nebraska without them. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. My biggest goal is probably just to, to make the family proud. Because, um, I mean, it's kind of amazing when you can play a game like football, which is amazing and fun, but at the same time make your family proud of you and kind of accomplish things that go kind of beyond football. So, I mean, um, so yeah, I, mean, those, I guess those are probably the, um, the normal get stronger, faster, and bigger <laughs> But um, other than that, I think those are my um, probably expectations slash goals for this upcoming season. Well, Matthew, thank you uh, for taking the time to, to sit down and talk with me and have a great rest of your summer and best of luck with you for everything. Thank you. I appreciate it. You too. And that was Matthew Anderson of Leesville, Louisiana, a six foot seven senior at Leesville High School. As he makes his journey as a 2019 commit to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Look forward to seeing how his senior season goes and what kind of a player he can turn out to be once he gets on campus at Nebraska. For more content from Athlete Nation, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Athlete Nation or visit athletenation.org. If you know someone with an incredible sports story or have one yourself to tell, feel free to email me, colton at athletenation.org or find me on Twitter at two birds one stone. For the entire Athlete Nation crew, I'm Colton Stone. Thanks for listening.